When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Unholy Trinity Podcast. Three blues. Three opinions. One Everton Podcast. Welcome to episode 22 of the Unholy Trinity podcast, where this week we'll be looking back at the shocking performance against Sheffield United. It's corner, it's swung in dangerously and clipped in. It may well be an own goal. Yeri Mina, unfortunately, is the man, but it has come off. We'll be discussing the increasing pressure. I didn't like at all the hour second half and again the, the mistakes we made in this level when you made mistakes and it's not easy for you to to turn uh, the result for you even if you have enough time to do that after I felt our team too nervous during the second half and we're going to look ahead to a tricky week against Sheffield Wednesday and also when we have the champions come to Goodison Park in Manchester City Coleman Instead of me bringing you in so early on, I'm just going to start and say Sheffield United game, the worst I've seen us play since that shocking run between December and February of last season. Yeah, 100%. I don't know how any Evertonian could argue any different with you. I thought first half an hour, we started fairly sharp. We're moving the ball quickly. As soon as they scored... We were unrecognisable. We completely fell apart. Mess all over the pitch. Yeah, I, I do think it was a dreadful uh, result. And I think the performance wasn't great. Um, although, I didn't think it was a case of, you know, I was getting absolutely caned. I think it was a case of us having all the ball and just not being able to do very much with it. But we've seen that, though, haven't we, too often already this season where we've we've had a lot of the ball and when we get to that that final third we don't know what to do with it we, we said on last week's podcast that I know I said that them playing 3-5-2 I love teams who play 3-5-2 against Everton especially at home because they like to give us a bit of space however if they've got two disciplined fullbacks they were 5-3-2 they, were, they went 5-3-2 so they, they played they played a, a flat back five effectively so every single time we got anywhere near that final third it was like a roadblock wasn't it and we didn't know how to break down the roadblock. But we laboured, didn't we? Yeah. There was no tempo, no pace. Um, and we were saying before we started recording, Tim Cale just completely hit the nail on the head, didn't he, in, in his punditry last night. Poor crosses, number one. 
crossing from deep areas, crossing from exactly where Sheffield United want us to put crosses in, in from as number two, and no movement across our forward line, which is probably, I'd say, for me, the most disappointing aspect of the of the defeat. There was a big opportunity there for Moyes Keane, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slate the lad, but he disappointed me. He had a poor game for me. But I just I don't I don't I, you got to, all the everyone's saying fixtures fixtures we should be better than we we are now. I agree we should be better than we are we are now. But we play teams, arguably all of them, let's be honest, on paper, probably weaker than what we are. And Palace, Villa, uh, Watford to an extent, maybe less so, but to an extent, and obviously Sheffield United, they've all literally just gone, go on then, have the ball, we'll sit off you, mm-hmm. and we'll try and nick a goal. And that's been Palace in Palace's case, didn't even try and nick a goal. They were quite happy with the draw because they were getting tonked in pre-season, weren't they? Mm-hmm. So they were a bit nervous about, obviously, uh, that game. But... We basically we we cannot break down these teams. Teams are working us out there. Those sort of teams, if you want to call them, you know, lesser teams or whatever, are just doing the same thing. We and go look on, put it in our box then, and we'll we'll we've got three centre halves. So, we'll head it out. So here's a question for you: Is it teams working us out, or is it just that our players are not good enough? I think it's a combination of the two. I think there's a few things that hinder us. I think there's when teams are playing that way, we just find it insanely difficult and we're struggling. And that's an individual thing. One on ones, we haven't really got. Other than maybe Bernard in patches, we haven't really got many players that can skim people one-on-one and then create the space. And then at the same time, the formation, I don't think, I think it really hinders us. Now, I know Silva's going to a lot of slack and we'll touch on this in a second. We didn't need to play two defensive midfields at all yesterday. That was far too much respect for a limited Sheffield United team. But then look what happened when we, we took off Schneiderlin. No, but no, yeah, we did. I and mean, we did it after 50-odd minutes. But what I'm saying is we didn't need to start that way. And in those sort of games, for me especially the way we've been recently, you've got to score the first goal. Mm. We scored the first goal against Watford, we went on to win the game. If, you, if they got the first goal, with, you know, they didn't even have a shot. On, they didn't even have a shot. Mm. You know, only Everton would go in at half-time with the other team not even having a shot and losing 1-0. Well, let, 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 me, yeah. let me give you the first half stats at this point. Okay, Possession, 67-33, Everton. Total shots, 10-0, Everton. On target, issue... 2-0 I, I thought it was 16 shots wasn't it that was that was the whole game 16 oh, shots half first time. half only sorry, sorry. yeah yeah first half only yeah. and then corner 6-1 to one. Yeah. the one corner they got they scored they scored from I, I was I sat there in the main stand yesterday and I had uh, my daughter next to me yeah. and they got the corner and I went this plays right into their hand they, they're such a poor side by the way I'm not going to sit here and, and give them any kind of reading views because they're such a poor side okay for them they, they only chance they're going to score against us really was from a set piece because we haven't been particularly great in recent weeks, admittedly. So when I got that corner, I said, "This is this plays into their hands," and they're going to, I, I, I just thought they were going to score. And you're absolutely right. But the most disappointing thing for me was how poor Sheffield United were. The amount of times they gave us the ball back repeatedly, they were terrified of and, having the ball. And Chris Wilder, Wilder said, "Yeah, you might sorry to interject, but Chris Wilder said exactly that, didn't he? He said that's the worst we've played this season in ball retention. And you know, we've given, we were constantly giving them the ball, and he, said, and he was almost laughing when he was laughing, going, and we somehow managed to win that game." And he knew himself, mm. and I admire his honesty. And he, he, he seemed like a really good guy, you know. He, and he's obviously a very good manager. He's had three promotions in four seasons, with mm. you know. So you've got, he obviously knows what he's doing. He obviously gets a tune out of his players. But that was almost very like you're playing playing against a very much an Allardyce-esque type team, wasn't it? Let's just soak up a load of pressure and try and hit him with a counter punch. 
you know, namely a set piece in this case. But he said though as well, didn't he? he? As much as he said that, you know, in terms of ball turnover, that's, that's the worst that we've been. He also said they defended as well as they defended all season, especially from, and we've highlighted this in the past, and a number of other people have as well. What do we do when we get in that final say? What what what's what's our only go to thing? It's to put the ball out wide and put a cross in. the crossing. And the crosses the crossing yesterday was absolutely terrible. I thought it, it was bread and butter for the for their three centre cars. When Jack Yaffa come on, bread and butter for him. Or if it missed, if it missed them, it was either it was going, it was sailing well. The wind was taking the ball anyway, but it was flying absolutely yeah, flying. We, we, we weren't we weren't flooding the box with players though, and and and. and, and Keen, as you know, and, and I do agree with you. But I think he, he struggled a bit yesterday. But he, he's not known for being good in the air. That's probably his weakest attribute as a centre forward. And we're whipping crosses in. You know, Richarlison was the only one in the whole in the whole game. What worried me more than anything is that we had a lot of the ball and we did have shots. Their keeper barely had anything to do, did he? Mm, yeah. And Richarlison, really, I mean, obviously he's he's by far our main goal threat, and he showed it in patches yesterday. He should he's got to score that header straight after they scored there. Yeah. The only time that one of their centre halves missed it, Keane put a great ball in. To be fair to him, and and he's just basically headed it back to him like a pass back, hasn't he? Yeah. Any sort of power on that, it's one one straight away. Yeah. And it, it was just one of those games. It's just you just felt like if we don't score first here, this is just going to go the same way as every other game. Mm. And you look at the touchline, you look at Silver, and you're thinking he he can see it as well. But Silver's comments were interesting because he said, "Look, we'd won. What was we won our last six? Yeah, we got to seven on the spin. Yeah. yeah. So he said, I don't know why when we go 1-0 down, the players are short of confidence. And I, I sort of agree with him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a weak underbelly, isn't it? We've never yeah. ever won a game where we've gone behind. So under Silver, we've never won a game where we've gone behind, which is a bit of a mm. absolutely unreal stat. You know? you need, you need, in, in footy, in those sort of games where you know people called it, you guys called it before you went the game as well, you know, it was never going to be a walkover, that was it. Mm. It was never going to be like City being five and left after 18 minutes. You know what I mean? Obviously, that's wishful thinking, but you know what I mean? They're always going to be a tough nut to but, crack. But the reason we said you know that, well, that, this is it, but they weren't. It was the Everton was so no, bad. Was, was, we were expecting they, them to they, be tough. No, no I don't mean they were tough in terms of breaking them down. You know, they didn't, they didn't put, put it on as offensively, but what I'm saying is they just sat off. At times, they had 10 people within a, yeah. you know, in, the 20, in 20, 25 yards out. Two banks of, well, five and a four, and then. Uh, and, uh, and go on then, whip it in all clear every time. Whenever yeah. they got the ball, they gave it a straight back. They were there for the taking. I know, but we didn't have the quality to break them down. No, and, and, and I said this point the other, the other day, like on another podcast, is that you know, I think eighty percent of the teams that played against Guardiola, Guardiola City in that first in that first season did exactly the same. And he realised it straight away, going right, we're, we're struggling to break these teams down. And the reason they didn't win the league that season was because of that. They were they were getting robbed of points, sometimes losing. Mm after dominating 70-80% of the ball and somehow managing to lose but what did he go and do he signed Bernardo Silva he signed Mares, and he signed Sane in that window mm. and then he signed players who were very good in one-on-one situations out wide now when teams do that against them obviously they pass the ball a lot quicker but they also skim people one-on-one and get in behind the fullbacks well, every time before kick-off both Mike and I said Bernard right call because yeah. he's going he's gonna to be getting the ball much higher up the pitch turn a pace taking people on and again, I thought he had a poor, um, Look, a poor heart. You said it there, Pete. The first 20-30 minutes, I thought we started quite bright. It was zipping it. There seemed a bit more pace about it. He skinned a couple of players. He, he nutmegged one lad, went past another one on the byline, and then the third guy came in and took him out. I mean, how often does that happen when you've got three people, you know, taking out one player? But that's just, that was symptomatic of the game. So he skinned. He did a great bit of skill with the meg. Then he then he clipped it over one guy, and he was a corner. But he's probably the only real player, and Richarlison to an extent. 
who've probably got that one-on-one ability to jink past people and create the space. But you know what I thought, and you've mentioned it early on already, we started with these two defensive-minded midfielders in, in Snyder and, and, and Delph, okay? Now, over the course of the week on Twitter, it was where Gomez was, was out. Um, Massive loss, by the way. We asked the question, is it time for Tom Davis to get his chance? I thought, I said it last week on the podcast, I think if Gomez is not fit, Tom Davis comes in. Because if you're playing two defensive midfielders at home to Sheffield United, that's poor. And it restricted us, I thought. Because Davis, is, you know, as much as he hasn't had much of a go, for me, he can make things happen with his energy and, you know, he closes people down. And I thought... He can be infectious, can't he? He can. Yeah. And I, I thought, I thought Delph was poor yesterday. I think, mm. I think for all his, his efforts, and, and, you know, you can't question that, I think at times he looks, he looks a little bit... He's a bit erratic, I think, on the ball. Um, he's well, got a lot of straight passes, weren't he? Yeah, a lot. A lot. He's constantly he's, looking for that switch, isn't he? He's trying to play sort of 40, yeah. 50 yard cross ball passes, going to the final with Dean's head and go for throw ins. And, you know, I thought he was lucky to stay on, to be fair. I thought Snyder was the better of the two. Um, but the thing is, but, we had Snyder in, in advanced positions at times because they yeah. were so, so deep. We had Schneider, he had a shot at one point. When you've when you seen Snyder <laughs> having a shot, he was on the edge of the box, it fell to him, and obviously, typically. It was like literally one of your shots, Pete, on a, on a, on a Sunday. That right, hang on. <laughs> no, but, no, but he, he dragged it out, didn't he? He, was going, he went for a corner, actually, but he was going about 20 yards wide anyway. But why, why have you got someone like him on the edge of the box there? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You, you want it to fall to, you know, to a guy that's a bit more offensive. You know, hopefully like someone like a Davis and that would probably have more of a pot shot. But mm-hmm. I just, it's just so frustrating to watch, isn't it? But you know yeah, what? And, the, and the, you could see, guys, as soon as they scored... Heads just dropped. And we all yeah. heads all, just dropped. Confidence. We all heads sitting there, dropped. didn't we? We knew sitting there, Pete. You know that when they got that goal, and we said it, we're going to find it so difficult now to get back into this game as the time ebbed away. Yeah. I mean, we had to score straight away, didn't we? We did. We, and we showed them with Richardson. When it got to sort of seventy minutes, I thought, yeah, this is, we're getting beat here. And then they obviously got a goal on the counter, which for me, by the way, and I'm a big fan of Jordan Pickford. If he, yeah, if he, he goes, he, 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 he came, he stopped, he went again, he stopped. If he goes full pelt at that, he gets yeah, the ball. He was in no man's land. He gets the ball. He was in no man's land, it but, was an easy finish. But you know, yeah. we, we had we were pushing numerous players up in, in a variety of formations and positions because I don't think the team knew at that particular point where they should be. Walcott was on as a sort of flying right back. Well, um, right, right wing back when he yeah, Del- right. Delford dropped into sort of a, a, a back three, almost. Um, Iwobi had gone central. You had uh, Chenkon, with um, with Moise Keane up front, so it was it's very very it was, it was basically like eighteen players in that mid central area. It was just congested. Wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was like how are you going to score with that unless it's a fluke or something like that or a bit of genius. So but on the point of Moise Keane, though Pete mentioned it, they, he had a poor game. For me, the service and this goes as well for Calvert Lewin, by the way, because again people love to get on 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 these players' backs, and I'm not a yay, but an awful scoring record and this and that. The service to our strikers is absolutely non-existent and people have got to take responsibility whether that be Richarlison whether it be Awobi uh, Bernard Sigerton is, is another one who's getting away I think with murder at times now well, he's, been in the, he's been kept in the team for his goals and he scored one goal this season yeah. and that's a penalty against Lincoln Yeah. so you know for me if you're going to point the finger at the manager in terms of who I, who I would have started I would have started the same back four yeah pretty much picks itself although to be fair I think when Sadibi gets fit, he's got to be pushing Coleman because Coleman got in some great positions again and put some poor deliveries in. Mm. I'd have started then. Um, I, I probably wouldn't have started Davis personally, Mike. I would have gone um, Delph there sitting there or, or Schneiderlin, but probably Delph. Then I'd have dropped Siggy into that sort of number eight if you had more of a more advanced midfielder. I'd have had a Wobie 10 
and have started Bernard and then Richarlison on the right and then Keane up front. And I think Owobi's got to count himself unlucky there to be dropped because he scored, yeah. he scored, he scored two and two, hadn't he? And obviously he, he, he didn't score against Bournemouth, but he scored two and two until then. He looked a goal threat. He was getting in the box, took his goals well, and and he and he, and he was he was dropped. Um, I think that should have been the starting line. We look at West Ham. West Ham played uh, United today and had a good had a good win against them. They played they played four one four one. And literally played one defensive mid Declan Rice against United at home. Mm. We were playing Chef United at home, mm. and we had essentially two two guys that just love to sit off and get off the centre halves and just play it square all day and pass it and keep it I, and keep I, it all day. I think I think we miss Andre Gomez more than people even mm. realise because he, he he's absolute quality, you know. And, and in terms of being a progressive centre midfield, he's got that license now, hasn't he? With whether it be well, he carries the ball and he passes it well. He does. He's got that little that little bit of guile as well and. And I think we, we massively, massively miss him. So the, the only thing for me from yesterday in terms of who started the game, I would have just gone straight swap, Snidlin out and, and put Davis in. So you wouldn't have dropped Ziggy into that position? I think I think a lot of people said that sort of before the game about you know go, being more progressive, going 4-3-3. We ain't going to do it. People need to realise we're not going to do that. Um, I know you could say take Ziggy and I'll put Awobi there. Awobi plays there for Nigeria. Yeah. Uh, he's done it for Arsenal. And I think that might come I think Sigerson is on a he's bit got of borrowed, to do it, he's on a bit of borrowed time, isn't he? Let's be honest. If, if he's not if not contributing with his goals and assists, then he's not doing much, is he? Awobi's already shown he's got that in his locker in terms of goals, and you know we can bring players in. He'll start there on Tuesday, I think. I fully expect. In, in yeah, attempt, I mean we'll, we'll come on to the games mm-hmm. obviously this week, but I, I fully expect Awobi to, to be starting that game. But the, the the biggest the biggest thing for me is that I just never thought we were going to score, and with the quality yeah. we've got on the pitch in terms of. You know that, that those exciting players, and we have, and we've bought. We said it. We bought very, very well in, in attacking areas. We just didn't look like we we're going to score against a very, very basic Sheffield United side who wanted it more. Basically, that's what it comes down to. His attitude. That's the most worrying thing, isn't it? Yeah. No, yeah. it's the first goal. I think you can't question the attitude of the players until they scored. I think as soon as they scored, it's almost as if they thought. We've got to score but two that, now. That for me is a, is a big problem. We've you got know, to score two now. You continue fighting, don't you? Yeah. Well, of course you do. But when you, you know, when we were on that run from February when we lost to City, and yeah. by the way, that was the last time we lost at home, which was seven months ago. Yeah. And it was it wasn't you know it was a close game that as well. To be fair, we've gone on this great run at home, and you know we, we've scored goals and we and we, we've we've had tons of shots, and we just the confidence is is so fragile among some of those players. Mm. It's so so fragile, and what worries me. Is we're now starting to get exposed a little bit for this old Keane and Mina centre back partnership, and we've talked about it before. They're very, very similar. They play a high yeah. line. They haven't really got any pace, and you know you can almost point the finger a little bit Mina partly at fault as well for their for, for, for not winning for not clearing that, and obviously he put ends up putting it his own net. But I just think the worry is for me now is that we look susceptible to the centre back pair in them two, and then we've basically got a nineteen year old kid who's never played in this league up front, and, and we're basically saying to him. You're our main goal threat. But the, 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 they're two problems that we've all highlighted. And I think we're going to come on to Silver, as I say, in a minute. I think he was let down in, the, in regards yeah, to getting that's the point. Was that Is that Brands' fault then? That we've not well, signed a centre back and we've not signed a previous Well, well, well let's, 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 let's say fault just for a minute. Let's just look at what, what happened yesterday. We've all said we needed a quick centre half alongside either Keane or Mina. The two of them together don't work. Mina, at, at one point in the second half, we were chasing the game at 1-0 and he went off for a corner and he went on the counter 
and he was sprinting as quick as he could and it's like he was going backwards and he was straining as he, he could see he like weird he, running he, uh, yeah he was yeah. just it was like he was going back he was running tired you know and and that I, I thought he had a bit more pace than that he looked really really slow and like you said all the pressure up top to score goals as a central striker is on the shoulders of 19 year old Moise Keane mm-hmm. and a 22 year old Calvert-Lewin because yeah. Cheng's not, gonna, not, not cutting the mustard let's be honest as much not as in that could, formation he's not. no he's not and he come on he got, he got a good sort of half hour 35 minutes yesterday didn't, didn't, threaten, didn't threaten at all and as much as people are crying to give him a chance and what have you he ain't going to do anything different to Calvert-Lewin and Moise Keane you've got to give these kids time um, should keep, we should be putting this burden on our young kids. Well, that's it. You buy, you buy potential, and don't expect instant results. And we should be easing him in, and then you know, give him a cup games, try and get him, let him get a goal, give him half an hour here and there. Now we've basically said to him, mate, you're our main guy now. We need to score. I know you've never played in this league, and it's 100 mile an hour, and you're up against guys that are going to kick you everywhere. Yeah. But you know, we need to get, we need to get 15, 20 goals. I mean, it's a lot of pressure on a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean, there was a moment toward the end of the first half. I think after they'd scored, where he got his first sort of sight on goal about 30 yards out, and he just leathered yeah, it over. That to yeah. it was a lovely move that Dini volleyed it into clipped over, volleyed it to him first time. Actually, Sigurdsson's made a great run there, slide me in. And he's, he's, he's literally trying to leather the but skin I, off it. I think that tells you a bit it's about... Anxiety, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming confidence and his yeah. attitude. He's dying to score. He's not had a, a look, look in all game. But then, but then look, And it sat nicely for him to hit it, but a guy there, if he's, if he's got a few goals already, he just lays that into Ziggins yeah. in there. Gets, in, right, a, gets uh, in a better position yeah. before he... He was trying to smash yeah. it like a batter suit right in off the crossbar <laughs> job, wasn't he? That's but, what he was trying to but do. But I'd also argue, I've also, yeah, he looked anxious yesterday. He was, he was so... Pardon upon Keane to get a goal. Yeah. There was a couple of times he had a couple of snapshots, he was blocked. He had one where the keeper made, made a good save in the second half, from, but the keeper was so close to him, you couldn't know, he couldn't really do a great deal. But look, look at a little bit of skill on that on the on the right on the right wing where he's he's got two players around him all over him. This yeah, that does them, gets through them, referee pulls him for a foul. That was a shocker. Simon Cooper is up there with Anthony Taylor. Absolute nonsense. He did that. He booked Bernard for getting shoved over the Hordens. Yeah. Absolutely terrific. Richardson got absolutely cleaned out on the edge of the box yeah. and doesn't even blow for yeah. the kick. Absolutely. You say it was his first Premier League game. Apparently, I, I'm, I'm sure I read somewhere he'd been in the lower leagues. And I'm sure I'd read. Oh, he was. He was. He was his first Premier League. Uh, he'll be game. back there soon. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah, sure I saw him referee in Saturday morning up at um, Jeffrey Humble <laughs> doing, doing one again. I'm pretty sure I saw him up there when, when, when our kids were playing yeah. uh, at, at midday because Surprising. the standard the, the kid we had referee in our game Saturday morning was better than him. Yeah, he was, he was absolutely dreadful. But I mean, um, going back to the Keen point, um, he did show flashes. You know, that lovely bit of skill there, he put it in the cross for a Charleston when he should have scored. Yeah. You know, and he, he did show for me, he's obviously got ability, you can see that. But I just think when the way we're playing now and playing that form we're just not I feel sorry for the kid yeah. he, we're not playing to his strengths whatsoever he needs to play off someone or he needs to have certainly people around him to basically wrestle with the defenders yeah, even, let, let's just say back to someone like a Fellaini back in the day you would bring it down and lay him in and things like that. you need someone he, they, were, they showed a clip when you said what Kale said on Match of the Day but Kale spoke really well and, he, and he, he highlighted it brilliantly there was a bit where he got the ball there was three of them swarmed on him straight away first yeah. one misses him second one's in third one's in yeah. Yeah, there was no one playing off him. There was no exchange, and you might argue, you know, should Gilfie Sigurdsson be in and about in there? Exactly. Yeah, but the poor lad just got it, and he's just like, Jesus, what's going on? I can't even breathe. I stand by what I said last week. Number one, we're not as strong as we were last season. I really believe that. And number two, I think we're still gelling. I think we're still trying to find the the right way to play. Transition and and the centre back pairing. Centre backs are built on literally 
playing together, isn't it? It's all about a partnership. Where's my guy? Where's my guy? Where is he? Where is he all the time? And that comes over time, doesn't it? Ferdinand goes on about it all the time, doesn't he? Knowing where your guy is and it becomes second nature. We've now got a brand new centre-back partnership who are obviously very similar style. Zuma brought the best out of Keane for me last year and Keane brought the best out of Zuma and they were a solid partnership. And I know, obviously, we've tried to go all out and get him. And, she, you know, it's, it's absolute sods all it's so Everton this, isn't it? That they shut the window before the first game of the season. Mm. Because if they'd have shut it in a normal time after the horror shows that Zuma had mm. and some of the fans jumping on his back from a racist point of view and that, we probably would have got him. Yeah. We probably would have got him. The irony of all that, we probably would have got him. And then I don't think we'd have as many issues at the back with those two as we would as we do with those two well, guys. Pete's just said then about obviously we're still gelling as a side and, and people people don't like to admit that fact that obviously and the way that we all use is, is we're a transitional side, aren't we? Mm. Um Marco Silva and I'm gonna go back to one of our first ever ever shows where one of our first ever sections that we actually recorded was Is Marco Silva the right man for Evan? Now we all said unanimously yes. Since obviously the last couple of games we've lost to Bournemouth three one, we've lost to home to Sheffield United two 0 All you see now on social media is Silver's got to go, Silver's done this, he's stubborn, he's this, he's that. Get in Mourinho nonsense. Get it get in Caleb Arteta as an Everton team team, all the romantics are out in force. As someone said, get in Colin Harvey when he's a bit old. Before, I always get Kale, Arteta, and Pinev, and stuff like you know. I mean, oh, don't forget Big Dunk and Big Dunk as well, yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, so what? 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 What are, we, what are we saying? I mean, obviously, Pete just said. Then we are still gelling. Real Ferdinand. To, yeah, the, I sent you the clip before. He did. He, yeah. he left. He left the um, the Toilet the Seat Stadium today. Uh, West Ham Man United game, and he shouted the MUTV fellas over, wasn't he? And he's saying to them, what, what, what do you all say about, about Solskjaer? Yeah, they were all shouting to get rid of him. Get rid of him. And he said, why? He said, why? This side is in transition. A couple of weeks ago, you were all singing his praises, very much like Marco Silva. Yeah. We looked up, we looked half decent. We, we started to score goals, Wolves and Lincoln game. We thought, you know what? Yeah, go on to the international break. If we come, we come in, if we win next in our next game, we can go third, this, that and the other. Mm-hmm. We've lost two games on the run. All of the, uh, the doom meetings are out again. What what are we saying now about Marco Silva? Just looking at the table, after six games, we're 14th. We're three points, we've got seven points, so we're three points off 19th. But we're also four points off third. I know, that sums it up. You know, you, you win those two games, and, 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 and you know, for a team full of confidence, and we, you know, we, we played those guys that we, in the form we were in the end of last season, we'd be sitting in second, wouldn't we? We'd be... That's the irony of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're one point behind Spurs as well, who were kind of like mooted as title challenges this year, you know, for example. So it's important. It's very, very hard not to look at the bigger picture. Um, it really is very hard, especially in the emotion after a game like that. Um, but as Ferdinand made his point to them, I'm kind of making a similar point in saying that, you know, we can't keep on sacking the manager every time we go on a bad run of results. We can't keep on doing that and resetting the button you know, bringing someone like Jose in, for example, the players we've got there now, we signed, literally, and never Jose plays in a million years. He'd have to get rid of half of them, bring his own guys in. We start all over again. That takes another year, another window, and then once he goes on a bad run, we're sacking him again and then paying him forty million to leave. Yeah, you know I mean, like, you can't keep on doing this. But to, to put it in perspective, I'll have to double check this, but I, I believe I'm pretty sure we've got at least one point more at this stage this season than we did last season, mm. and we're in the top six by Christmas. Mm. Just listen. There's, we know we know how it, how it goes in modern football. We know that there's there's this um, people believe we sh- there should be success and quickly. 
we have been started success for many many years our best season was under under Roberto Martinez in his first season we, and we played some fantastic football you know and pe- people I can, I can get the frustration because we, we all feel frustration that we, that we can't seem to do well in the league we can't break that top four we can't win a trophy this that and the other six games have gone it's been a poor start we've got seven points we, we, we all thought we'd be getting into double figures most definitely but we, we, we've asked people about this over the last sort of 24 hours or so and and I'll, I'll one point brought up by, by Carl Roper at Roper Carl on Twitter we all need to put the fortunes of the club before bizarre and misplaced, misplaced loyalty to the manager um, now obviously we, we haven't got a we, we don't see we've got misplaced loyalty we've got loyalty to the manager and to what the manager Marcel Brands Farhad Mashiri Bill Kelly are trying to achieve because we don't agree that every time we lose a couple of games you should sack a manager I don't see that as misplaced loyalty I think a bit of common sense goes a long way, doesn't mm-hmm. it? If we sack him now, number one, who do you bring in? Yeah. And number two, they haven't got a transfer window. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Correct. Yeah, it's just, and then you might get an knee-jerk reaction for two or three games and have the same issue straight after yeah. that. You can't keep on doing it. We, I don't, I don't know what the answer is, guys. It's so frustrating because you know, let's say we do end up getting knocked out of the cup inconceivably. Now, let's say that happens. Let's say we end up losing to City, which is a you know a very good chance because they're a top top team. And then we've got Burnley away after that, mm. which won't be easy. They're playing with a bit of form at the minute, and they beat Norwich, a good Norwich side, mm. the other day. You know, are we trying to say then after those, let's say three games? Then let's say we do, God, God forbid, lose those three games. Are we trying to say that there's going to be so much pressure on him that he is going to get the sack, and we're going to start wheeling Allardyce right on Talk Sport, and we're going to get, start putting the Sky Bet odds to say he's odds on to go, and well, the whole right. thing is an absolute joke. That's modern football in a nutshell. That. But people are already starting to quote, you know, odds for our next manager. I think Tony, if it was a hundred to one, by the way, they want to put a quid on him. It drives me mad. It does. It's just but, so but, modern. It's modern society, I suppose. But it's just. But we do see some common sense when we when we ask these questions, and we're not saying, you know, we, we don't sit here and say that that we're right. This is just our opinion as as a collective. You know, if we disagree, we disagree, as we do on a lot of things when it comes to everything. But uh, we've got someone on Twitter, uh, at PJJ Casey, who said, are these so-called players going to hang Silver out to dry mm. or roll their sleeves up and fight? Silver is only a portion of the problem. Definitely. So, so totally again, agree with that. He's not deflecting that Silver might, there might be a couple of issues there, maybe with maybe those stubbornness. I don't yeah. know. He's not unblameable, is he? No, of course not. No, he's, no, he's not the point. That's a really good point. You said it. When, when are the players going to take some kind of responsibility for when they cross that white line and get onto the pitch for carrying out the manager's plan? Because you can't tell well, that's me. A, that's a culture thing that you build over time. Moyes, yeah. Moyes built that. I mean, people even call calling for Moyes to come back and all that. It's starting to get yeah. ridiculous. But I mean, one thing I'll say with Moyes is that you know what he did do with his players. It was a culture he developed over time. Didn't do it overnight. Is that they would always, in most cases, give 120 percent every game, wouldn't they? Yeah, and that's why I think a lot of fans like David Moyes because whether we played good footy at times towards the end of his time we played some great footy or whether we just dug in against certain teams they would always put in 120% true but I remember David Moyes teams getting booed off more than a few times yeah of course fans are too quick to forget yeah exactly that it's all rose tinted glasses stuff and I think yeah, we've got to give the guy I put a point out on on, on um, I think it was all together now and put a, uh, put a tweet out and I, I put a point out before the game so it was through, our, through our channel saying you know look at what he inherited he inherited mm. a far too, you know, a bloated unbalanced squad they've had essentially two windows to sort it they've managed to get rid of a lot of the dross out they've tried to bring some players in as well 
this thing takes time. He's got, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, this is a five. He's got a three-year contract, but it's essentially a five-year project. And there was there was a great tweet the other day from uh, actually today from a, from a City fan. He was talking on on, on, on okay, with some Evertonians on there saying uh, I think it was Guardiola Easter is the account is or something. Like yeah, he, yeah. Said, he said he said look it, t- it took us about four years, and that was in a time when the game wasn't awash with money as it is now. It was still there was money in it, but City could go in and essentially accelerate far quicker than we can because yeah. a lot of teams have money now through the TV deals, mm-hmm. so it's a lot harder to make that jump. But even when City did it. You know they had they had what Mark Hughes they had Pellegrini they had Mancini you know it's taken that it took them a good you know four or yeah. five windows absolutely I was going to say how many transfer windows yeah, exactly have. four or five summer windows to get to that point and that's in a time when the money in the game wasn't as as I said as big as it is now so they could make that acceleration quicker I said look at look at the yeah. squad Silver Scott we. We didn't retain Kurt Zuma. We didn't replace Kurt Zuma. Yeah. The midfield that's played the last two games, no Andre Gomez. Yeah. Gabamin, who repl- replaced Idrissa Gueye for me, was, was outstanding the other night. Forget for being probably in the top three most important players in our yeah. squad last season. Massively underrated by the rest of the world. And in the centre forward position, again, arguably along with the goalkeeper, one of the most important positions in the entire team. We're, we've got two young lads with bags of potential we're trying to get the best out of well, so fans need to simmer down they do yeah. I mean some, someone's uh, said so was it Goal 96 has said he, he is concerned at the moment yeah. um, it's reminiscent of Koeman's latter days at Everton slow uninspiring lacklustre football Silver got it wrong again and big changes are needed otherwise he'll suffer the same fate stubbornness and the clear fate so that could be his downfall so I think I think he makes quite he makes a valid point there because what he's not, he's not so much saying sack the manager now but I think the point is, if there if there are issues there that are the fault of the manager, he needs to address them. Um, but but you can't, one thing you can throw at Koeman, you can't throw at Silver, is that Silver, by all accounts, has an extremely high work ethic, mm. and he's a hands-on coach, and he's grabbing people on training pitches. You stand here. Apparently, all the players come out and say it, not just Everton players. He absolutely doesn't leave a stone unturned in terms of who we're playing in and, and all their strengths and weaknesses. You'd never hear that about Koeman. You'd be on the golf course, you'd be on the board shorts and that, wouldn't even if there's an international break or something like that. Everyone else can do yeah, my job. People forget the reason yeah, Bernard yeah. signed and Andre Gomez signed. They said because of... And Richards. Yeah, it was to work with Marco Silva. Exactly yeah. that. So, you know, yes, it's really, look, it's, 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 a, it's a crap run that we're on. You know, we, we should be on more points against teams that arguably, yeah, we should be beating. But we're losing to these teams in the same way. And this is, why, this is a little conundrum he needs to work out. You know, he needs to be able to say, look, how do we beat these teams that are just going to sit off us and try and nick a goal, you know, home and away? And we need to find a way to do it and fast, really. But at the same time, we've, you know, we've got City coming up now. It wouldn't surprise me if we don't go and do a Norwich now and then potentially get a result against them. You know what I mean? Because they'll come on to us and it'll free up space for the likes of Keane, for the likes of Richarlison, for the likes of our sort of more skillful players. So they're not actually going up against... You know, two banks of four, two, a five and a four, or something like that. So there will be loads of space on the pitch, won't there? Yeah. So obviously, City have got what they have going forward, outstanding. So you know, but you know, what I'm trying to say we've always looked better. I think playing that way against teams that have come on to us, mm. a bit like Wolves did the other day. Wolves had a go, didn't they? Yeah. But we created loads of chances and we scored three goals. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a he's got to find a way, hasn't he? He's he got has. to find a way. He has, and I think it's you know we this this is a. a a discussion that we could we could have for a long long time we've had it before i'm sure we'll have it again and i'm sure that we're going to revisit this and, and what we've said today and, and i hope that we are proved right that it's all about giving the manager time understanding that we are and people hate the word i understand the hate, we are in transition that's that's how it is and let's let's not forget that there's no overnight recipe for success 
you know, we we can we can argue that he might be a little bit let down a transfer window as we said already. Yeah, Brands has to take a little bit here. Maybe he does. I know he, he does. He, he conducts himself fantastically. He's clearly a very knowledgeable guy. Loads of contacts. Speaks well. Business guy. Negotiates well. But you know he has to take a little bit of flack here because essentially he's he presented this to Silver this where we are now. Mm-hmm. And like Pete said, I disagreed with you the week, Pete, saying we're we're arguably a weaker side. I'm, I'm more tended to a little bit agree with you now. I know obviously Gabamu's been injured, so we you know that's one guy we've lost straight away. Gomez has had his injury, another signing that we signed, obviously. You know, so it is a bit unfortunate in that respect. There's two key potential midfielders that would be starters, really, mm-hmm. in, in, in the team. That's it. Would, would Delph and Schneidlin be playing? No, they wouldn't be, would they? If Gabamin so, and Gomez. So, so, no, I do think Brands needs to take a little bit of flack, especially the fact we didn't get a centre back in. Uh, you know, I know Liverpool won today, but I believe Tamori played really well, and that was a guy. Obviously, that was obviously our plan C or D on on the list, wasn't it? Obviously, you didn't get him because of David Luiz. But I mean, I, I just think I just, there is still has to take some of the can, and for me. I do think a couple of things. I think he should have been a bit braver. I think he should have been braver in that game. Pete, you mentioned a point before saying four three three. Who's going to play in those? I think we. Why not? Why what have we got to lose by playing four four three three? We have got the players that can play that. By the way, I think we have. I know you sort of don't think we have. I, I just think fans have got to be realistic. You know, it takes weeks and weeks to learn a system. You know, where you're standing, yeah, how you defend, how you attack. Man. Players, yeah, of course. Top level players should be able to play. In. Three five two four three three four two three one. It doesn't matter. They should be able to adapt, shouldn't they? But the thing is, they though, play it for international teams, different formations. And but that, in, you know? in the Premier League, I'm sure they can, they can all play various systems. No one's denying that. The point is, in the Premier League, there's fine margins between success and failure. And when it comes, you can play, you can go and say, say yeah, but it's not working, mate. You need to change it. Yeah, but you can go and say now, yeah. go and play three five two against, say, uh, Sheffield Wednesday uh, this week. Okay, now we'll play three five two. We, we could look very average doing it, but we could play it. The point is... Didn't we play three at the back when we saw Burnley last year? But, there's, there's, but there's, the point is, there's got to be repetition. To get this right, and for it to be second nature, yeah, there's got to be repetition of a variety of formations for it to work, and also a certain quality of player, which I think we haven't yet got. And Gabamon's injury, I think, plays into that. Yeah, yeah but, but the point is, it's not working, is it? So he needs to find a way. In that game, if he, let's say if we played Sheffield United now and he announced, right, we're going to go 4 3 3. And we're going to have Richarlison, Keane and um, uh, Bernard or Wobie, one of the two. And then we're going to have a three of Delft sitting or Schneiden sitting and then Sigurdsson and then a another, maybe Wobie ahead of that then and Bernard on the left. I don't think people would have complained about that. No, 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 of course about they wouldn't, but if we, if we lost the game they would. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, if we lost the game. But we lost the game playing 4-2-3-1 and we lost the, that same, we, we lost that same way playing against those teams I mentioned before. Again, we lost the same way against. Oh, we beat obviously Watford. We lost the same way against those other teams. We played the low block. But I, I think we've got to be able to find a different way of playing against these teams. When we were just talking about the game, did we lose because of the system, or did we lose because of how the players performed? Nobody wanted it enough. People didn't seem to want to be on the ball. Low confidence. I don't after think we it's I, no, I think none of that for me is down to the system. No, but no, Pete, the system plays into the hands of teams who are playing that low block. It, play- it forces it out wide. The width is in the fullbacks. They almost go, Coleman, go on, have it, because we know you're not going to pick a guy out. And then literally just put in the crosses where they've got bodies and they just head it away. But players don't have got to be great. It happens Randy. all the time. Play, for, for that system to work, and you've said it, you know, Man City went out and they, and they bought sheer quality players. three top wingers. Yeah, you can beat players. You can't tell me that Bernard, Richarlison, Iwobi, Sigurdsson can't beat a man, because they can. The point is... Yeah, they can, but... They're, 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 they're not being brave enough in those in those certain areas because I think sometimes they think one 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a bit of stick off the fans if it, if if it, if it doesn't work. Yeah, but it's a confidence thing for the team. It is. It is. That's what we're yeah. saying. So it's not yeah. always about the actual system that we're playing. It's about whether the players can act, have they got the confidence to do it. Definitely. They, and and that, at the moment, that seems to be a bit yeah, of an issue. Okay. We, let's say we play. Okay, City's a different analogy. Who's, who's the next home game after City? You know, who have we got? I'll tell you now. I'll have a little uh, a little look. Is it something like Villa or something like? Who is it? I know we got Burnley away, but then who's next? So we've got we've got um, City at home, Burnley away, then West Ham at home. West Ham at home, okay. So West Ham at home, are we going to play four two three one in that game? Yes. Again. Yes. So two defensive midfielders again. No, because Gomez will be fit. Okay, so you, but it's still be four two three one. It will, it will. But what I'm saying is, you, you haven't got two defensive man sure. centre mid. You've got so okay. Burnley then. Yeah. Let's say Gomez is not fit against Burnley. What do you play there? Then? Tom Davis comes in. You play four, two, three, it's one. The same again. system. Good look. It is. Here's the question for you or for anybody else listening right now. Outside of title challenging teams in Europe's best leagues, tell me a team that plays four, three, three. Well, tell me a team that plays. Yeah. Well, teams that are successful players. So therefore, why, why would no, 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 But that's now? the question. Outside of title winning teams, name me a team that plays four, three, three. Yeah, but they win titles playing that formation. But why? Because they've got better quality of players. Yeah. World class individuals. Everton don't have that and I'm telling you if you try and play 4-3-3 with one one pivot one holding player against Sheffield United mate we only need one player sitting there don't we we, don't, we only need one guy sitting there Sheffield United wouldn't and didn't cause us any problems whatsoever I, I I just think, of our own when, when fans make this shout I just think it's football manager talk no, no look I'm not saying it because it's an easy thing to say I genuinely think if that's not working we need to find a way other than going let's put five attacking forwards on the pitch and just go gung-ho and try and have a go okay because that didn't work did it okay it didn't work. if that's not working okay let's look ahead let's look at what we've got to come we've got Sheffield Wednesday massive game because the Cups are a huge game now. and a Man City what do we do against against Sheffield Wednesday on Tuesday Sheffield 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 Wednesday it's that chap manager is it mate the copied version yeah it's from um, 2005 Merseyside Blue against Sheffield Wednesday Sheffield Tuesday so what do we do against either Sheffield Tuesday or Sheffield Wednesday what do we do what do we do well look it's going to be very much like the Lincoln game it's going to be literally under the lights they're going to be well up for it it's going to be a tricky game you know, you, you could see the passion that Silver showed and the players showed in that win. You know, by the response at the end, wasn't it? You know, they knew it was going to be a tricky game, and I think this game will be very similar. It won't be an easy game whatsoever. You know, and hopefully, you know, the game will be a bit more open, so we can we can we can attack them and score goals. Like I watched Sheffield Wednesday play Huddersfield a couple of weeks ago, and they just they played a counter-attacking approach and they let Huddersfield have all of the ball. So Huddersf- off again. Huddersfield had over seventy percent possession. So similar. Yeah. That's and just, just look for the counter-attack. That's worrying that if they do that against us again, it's just going to play into the hand. I'd rather a team that be a bit more attacking. They've got, they've got some decent wingers winning. to look to get behind the, the full-back. They, they still play uh, Stephen Fletcher up front, but he's got to finish on him. If he gets a chance, he'll put it yeah, away. Yeah, he can finish. Well, they, yeah. they, they play 4-3-3, or they did, against Fulham at the weekend. What's the score? One all the 19th minutes equaliser for uh, Sheffield Tuesday slash Wednesday. <laughs> So was yeah, that at so home? At home at Hillsborough, yes. Yeah, so okay. they scored, scored later on. They played 4 3 3. Obviously, different standard in the Championship. However, I do think they, they're not a bad outfit, to be honest with you. New manager, haven't they, in, uh, in Gary Monk. So they're going to be a dice up for it. As you say, it's, it's a night game. 
Everton are teeth balls taking four and a half thousand which yeah, is fantastic yeah. decent ground yeah, yeah. O- old old ground in a bit yeah. like, like close to the pitch park. yeah f- fantastic so it's going to be it's going to be a, a great I think a great spectacle um, Sky there again no no I'm surprised though because uh, <laughs> you can see helps us on the ground let's get on Sky and have a little yeah. chat yeah but we, we need to go there I mean there's, there's going to be changes isn't it there's going to be changes made I think you're probably going to see Cavalier come back in I'd argue. Do you think? I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't I think, think so. Why would you do that? You need Key needs to score a goal. I, I think Calvert Lewin is going to play against City. I think he's going to save. Yeah, I City. do as well because he, he played well against City when we when we, well, we didn't. We didn't I'm, not, I'm not saying when we when we nearly drew with them. I'm not saying he won't play against City, but I think Calvert Lewin will come in. I'm not saying a key. You might might might, I think might, might take the pressure off Keane and play Keane wide in in math three. You might do that. Oh, maybe yeah. Um, I, but I do think Keane. The sooner he gets his goal, will be be a weight off his back. Well, you, you, you might get the wish though. Seeing it, will be as a ten. You might see Sigerson get pulled. Will be has to play as a ten mm. for me because I think that's his best position. And I think Sigerson needs to get a bit of a shock to say suddenly you're gonna have to actually pull your finger out here because mm. you're not affecting the game as much as you should be. You're not scoring goals, which is why you're in the team mm. and why you were in the team last year. So uh, I'd play a will be ten. I'd, I'd, I'd start Bernard again on the left, and um, I'd, again I'd go with the, the same back, back line. Maybe Sadibi might come in, although he wasn't even on the bench today, was it? So what does that say? Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm Baines as well. What's happened to Leighton Baines? Mm. Does anyone um, know where he is? Because I, well, I, wasn't I he injured? He was injured, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's, I've not heard nothing more since. It was only, right. a, only a, a little, a little, uh, little injury. So I like to think that you know we can bring. I think Sadibi will come in. He played against Lincoln. I think he will come in. I think Coleman needs to come out and have, have a have a game off um, I'd love to see Leighton Baines back in the side but I don't, he's probably not particularly he's not, not hasn't got match fitness has he so that won't he hasn't happen played. I think that Dean will start or Dean will start again I think yeah. um, we can't change our centre arse Gomez won't play will he no, no Gomez won't play we've got none unfortunately so yeah it will be one of Schneider or Delph and then yeah, I, Davis has got to then, come in he? then yeah either Davis or Siggy so. dropping into that position I think um, we'll see Walcott as well Come on, didn't he yesterday? As I say, the, the flying, flying right back. I just think with Theo, right? I think he's a great. I think he's a nice lad. I think he speaks well again. I, I just, yeah, but Phil Jones is a nice lad. He, yeah, but he, he just doesn't look. He doesn't look for me like he's totally bothered. You question his hunger, don't you? Yeah, he just doesn't look to me like he's, he's on a great contract. And I just think. He doesn't fly at the fullback, does he? With that pace, I mean, when, when why he is ca- he not just committing the fullback every time? Just knock it and run. When, when I mean? he came on a, a, a right back or high wing back, yeah. whatever, whatever position he came on, he was on my side of the pitch, the width, yeah, and there, was, there the were width. plenty of times he put his hand up to Michael Keane to say, "Don't give me the ball." When he was in some pretty good positions, yeah, yeah, one on one, he was a few times, wasn't he? I couldn't fathom yeah. that. I thought you, you, yeah. you're the newest player on the pitch. You've got bags of energy. You've been brought on to run. Yeah. Ask for the ball and yeah. and Look, get run, high run, with the pitch. Run at the fullback with your pace, and if he clatters you and kicks out for a throw in or something like that, then you know, commit him, commit him, just keep on running at him because he, you know, he's got so much pace. I mean, he's got. He, but if again, he's he's he doesn't so frustrate him. Doesn't trust that. himself, does he? As, as we're saying, confidence. One of our players have not the confidence and don't trust themselves to be able to go past the player. We know that they can, and that's that's a frustrating thing. But I don't know whether you're coming to decide or not. I, I don't think he will. To be honest with you, I wouldn't. Uh, so. I'd, I'd have Richarlison on the right because he's our main goal threat by far. I'd have Bernard on the left, and I'd have the young Keane again. In, in the I think he's going to rest for Charleston. I think we'll see Walcott, Bernard, um, Iwobi, and Keane. Did Richarlison start against Lincoln? Yes, he did, didn't he? Yeah. So I think I think he'll. I think we need to win this game. Yeah, he knows we need to win this game. 
You can't take any risks. I think the beauty of having a game three days after such a poor performance against Sheffield United. Can we get a reaction? Can we react? Yeah, especially we've got looking ahead towards obviously towards Man City. But he'll be seething there though because he would have expected that players to give him a reaction after the Bournemouth game, and they didn't yeah. do that. So their heads just completely went. I think he needs to stop wearing this this black shirt and <laughs> shirt and suit combination. <laughs> Let's get back to the tracksuits. Let's get the boots on and all that. Seeing on. That that for yeah, the me, deals on yeah, that, that, that's just a like message. Then like you just for a funeral for me, you know. I know he looks smart and, and all that, and he's a suave fella. But come on, let's he, get back to the. He got a bit of abuse uh, from the fans for his dress code. Yeah. At the weekend, there were a couple of Godfather shouts. Must Yeah. Yeah, someone behind me. Good stuff, man. Yeah, look at him stood there like the Godfather. I thought, what do you want him to do? Put a shirt on. <laughs> I did that. I had, I had someone behind me. I had someone behind me. Yeah. Call your own. Call your own. I'm a more mature lady shouting there. Uh, What's Silver standing there for with his hands in his pockets? What 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 you want to do? What you want to do? Just come on in, come on and bend one of the top bits. You know, what don't so I, think, I think unless he's barking orders every every five seconds that you know. We talked about that. It doesn't wrong. bother me that. I think this this whole you know clock type jumping up and down like an idiot on the sideline. I mean, it doesn't mm. make you a good or bad manager, does it? You know, I mean? it's just it's just their style of management. Yeah, of course. You know, Pep, Pep Guardiola, he's he's quite active and he's up and what have yeah, you. Yeah, That's yeah. It's just his style of management. You know, yeah. Alex Ferguson never left the year book out, did Barely he? left it, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. So and he's one of the best managers of all time. Sponsored by Wrigley's. <laughs> but no, I, I just think, look, we've all obviously calmed down a bit since the result and, and I'm trying to reflect on it now. You know, we're not just trying to be positive for the sake of being positive, are we, for the sake of silver? I think, look, Pete, you made a great point. Who, who the hell do we gain? You know I mean? You're going to sack the manager, you're going to reset again. You know, it's, it's, we're just going to have the same issues over and over and over again. We're just going to have to persist with the guy See where we are, you know, in in the January window. See if we are, you know, on the on the cusp of pushing. If we get, I genuinely think it'll be top eight again this year. Mm-hmm. It'll be top eight again, and then we'll have another window to hopefully try and sign that centre back. We might even go for Zuma in January. Zuma in January for me, yeah, possibly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then for me, I still think we need a proven centre forward, even mm-hmm. someone like a Giroud type or someone like who can play on his own in front, hold it up, bring others into it. I just, you know, you can't be putting a 19 year old kid in there and going, go on, son, so is what you've got. He's not Ronaldo, is he? The original Ronaldo, is he? He's, yeah. not, he's not an absolute phenomenon like that. So I just think, you know, we need someone like maybe, like a, like I said, a, a Giroud type who's a bit more experienced and can play that type of role. Um, yeah. You know, and he's not getting a load of games for Chelsea, so, you know, why don't we try and maybe. Because his wife won't let him, we'll see if we know this story. Oh, yeah, he's we've been here already. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, you know what I mean that type of yeah, yeah. forward is a bit more proven. Who's you can sc- you know he's got you can score goals with his feet and his head. But but go, um, going back to the Sheffield Wednesday game, do you think there will be a reaction? And what are your predictions? I think uh, it's going to be a very similar game. I think they're going to let us just have all of the ball and say, "Come and break us down." I hope not. Um, <laughs> no, I do. I do. Um, I'm going to say one nil Everton. I think we can see. It. Because we just look so ropey at the moment. Um, I, I think Keane Amina will, will will play. Um, I think two one Everton. Just, just. Yeah, I think it'll be a seesaw type game though. I do think they play that way, but it's a cup game, isn't it? And mm. Lincoln was very much a seesaw type game, wasn't it? Scored after like first thirty seconds, won it? Yeah, yeah. So um, the players need to show a lot of character, like they showed in that game that night in the previous round. Yeah. And I think they'll need to sort of show a similar. Thing. It looks like it's going to be obviously you know a cold wet night type of thing. We're going to have to basically roll our sleeves up and and match them for endeavour to like, have any like chance a, of winning it. Like Millwall, yeah, fake up. Yeah, well, let's not go there. <laughs> let's, at least they got VAR this time, and that's shambles. But but I I think it'll be obviously similar to Lincoln. I think we'll nick it three two. 
Right. Um, or possibly even on pens. Yeah. Even oh, on pens. Let's not get that far. No, I, I think it might go to pens. I can't deal I think it might go to pens. I can't. But but the point is, we need to react, don't we? And this conversation is so important. So we, well, it's we last know. 16 then, isn't it? Yeah. Through to the last 16. Yeah. You know, and you're giving yourself a shout, aren't you? I mean, there's, there's a lot of Premier, Premier League teams still in it. You know, a lot of Premier League teams aren't playing each other in this particular round. But let's get through it. Let's sign if we can get a home draw and then go from there. But hopefully we do get a win and it takes us into our toughest game of the season then on Saturday against the, the champions who've just won Wofford 8 nil. So where, where, where do we even start with with looking at that game? Because we knew City, obviously, Norwich has shown you can beat City playing a particular way. I mean, Norwich, I thought, were exceptional when you played Man City. Oh, they played some great yeah. stuff. It's lovely football on account of it. The, the, the endeavour of the Norwich side was brilliant. Everyone was working as a team. Something that we, we are doing particularly well at the mm. moment. But then, if you if one team is going to react in, in, in a particular manner, it's Man City, and he's walloped. And not, not too bad, Watford side, 8 0 score with five goals in 16 minutes or something like that, 17 Crazy. minutes. Without Sterling as well. Sterling's on well, the, 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 the score was come up at Goodson yesterday, wasn't it? And it was every sort of 10 yeah, minutes. The and, and the mayor yeah. and the guard was like going, yeah. I, can't wow. wait for, I can't wait for next week when they come here because it could be. Could It'll be, be a very game. different game, though. It will. Watford are very naive. Um, I thought um, the game will go very similar to the way it was at Goodison in February, I think, um, where we were very hard to break down. Actually, we were actually the team then soaking it up. Um, we had a couple of half chances, more than a few half chances, if I remember rightly. And then Laporte scored, didn't he, right on half time on a free kick. It was one of those free kicks where obviously they dummied the initial one and he got in and got the header. Uh, but then the second half was very even as well. You know, we could have got an equaliser several times, and then obviously we'd gone gone for it in the very last minute, and then Hazel scored, didn't he, in the, in, the, in like the ninety fifth minute, something like that. But, 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 but Guardiola rightly after that game turned around and said that that wasn't, you know, was, that could have gone either way. It was never an easy game that. And that was a bit of a turn up, was I thought in our in our season when we went through that real rough patch and we played City and obviously they, they won the game and what have you. But I thought and the crowd, the Goodison, the Goodison crowd reacted to how we played in that yeah. game. And yeah, we lost the game, but you could see they were working as a side. I thought we turned. There was a togetherness, wasn't there? There was. And there then Calvert and will start, I think, because he, he he did cause him a few issues in that game. Yeah, in fact, yeah, he chased yeah. every lost cause. Yeah. He won a few headers. And look, let's have it right as well. I mean, they've got a makeshift centre back partnership at the minute. Yeah. You know, I know Watford didn't lay a glove on him, but uh, they've got look um, Otamendi. He was an absolute liability. Mm. He's he's almost like David's uh, not David Silva, sorry. Um, David Luiz, David Luiz, <laughs> David Silva's a top player. But you know what I mean? Um, he's, he's got a mistake in him, hasn't he? He has, yeah. And then you've yeah. got Fernandinho playing there. Yeah. You know, and, and as good a player as he is, Fernandinho, he's not a centre half. Exactly. Well, hopefully John Stones plays. You know what I mean? Because he's got a mistake in him as well. He has. Yeah. So I, I, I do think if we can get him and we can obviously you know throw a few bunches, I do think we will cause him a lot more issues than Watford mm. did uh, at their, their gaff the other night. Um, the key is again though is we've got to be hard to beat we've got to not concede early the worries with the heads going down and all that if we're in the game after 20 minutes like we were in that, in that match you know I think it could be a tight game that. That, and that, that's a game where we should be playing two defensive minded centre midfielders because so, we're going to be under it of course yeah. we are so, so that makes perfect sense so you, you will probably see then Snyder come in however I would like to think that Gomez is going to be fifth for that game I, ca- I can't be sure he may we not be him. We need but him. do you think, at, at, as I said earlier on the show, I think he's so important to, yes. to how our side play, um, and he's got that little bit of quality on the ball. He's strong. He's well, he keeps it, doesn't he? he makes it yeah. Like yeah. My my big worry though, there is a caveat to that. When we did play them at Goodison, there was obviously no De Bruyne, if I remember rightly, and he has been absolutely awesome. 
the last few games yeah. and for Belgium the other night as well. Yeah. Some of the, that ball he put in the other day for, for City's first goal with Silva, I mean, that is just unreal, that, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you're saying crossing from deep, Pete, that was crossing from deep, but that was absolutely. It's, it's undefendable, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's no team that can stop that. Talk about stop the cross, but if he's crossing it from 45 yards. Correct. And he's putting it on a sixpence <laughs> for him. I mean, that was David Beckham style, wasn't it? Literally, like the way he used to whip it. He's, 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 one, of, he's one of the best players to ever play in the Premier League. You know, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. He, he's, he's up there. With your Henrys and your, yeah. your Zolas and, and Agueros, and I hold them in that high regard. He's so good, and they're such a they're a much better side when he's in the side. Look at, look at the chances he creates yeah. in a game. He gets so many assists. He, yeah. he get if you, before that injury last season. If you look at his assist record, he gets like nearly twenty assists in a season. Yeah. It's absolutely outrageous. And it's so hard to defend against. As you say, he's, he's throwing a ball from forty-five yards out on the wing. Yeah. So you're basically you're worried about the winger. You're yeah. worried the fullbacks are right. I'm worried about the winger. He's making a run. That frees him up, and every time in that position on the right hand side, he just whips it in with pace. He, he, he needs yeah. man marking effectively out of the game. He yeah. needs someone with a, with a bit of discipline, and and someone who. who Where's the drift of the game when you need him? Well, exactly right. He's the one. But 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 Fabian Delph knows that side better than anyone else, doesn't he? You'd hope he'd have a point to prove, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd hope so. Yeah. And but, you know he's been a little bit patchy in, in his form for Everton, but. You know, it's it's going to be it's 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 our, our it's going to be back again. It's going to be a bit of a game that we haven't seen in Goodison for a while. Mm. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be the opposite of what we've been recently, where we're yeah. dominating, dominating the yeah. ball. So it won't be easy. If, again, if we can stick in it and keep it tight, you know, there will be chances for us in that game. I think mm. there will. And we've got to take them. If we get half a sniff, we've got to try and take. We've got to be clinical, yeah. yeah. And whether we can or we can't remains to be seen. But and that's what Norwich did. Norwich yeah. didn't have much of the ball when they did have it. They made mm. it count, and, yeah. and they counted them a few times and scored some great goals. Yeah. So, what do we think then, lads? Have we got anyone who's got any kind of positive outcome for the City game, please? I mean, it's hard. I, I, unfortunately, I don't think we'll see Man City play as badly as they did at Norwich for a long time. Mm. Um, I think our only hope is their is their defence. Um, I think I could go for an optimistic one nil Everton, but I might go for just a slightly more realistic nil nil. Nil nil. You don't see City scoring. I think we'll go try and shut them out. I'd, I'd just like to see us be organised, hard to beat. And play with a bit of team spirit, I think. Mm. You want to have that? Have a you. <laughs> <laughs> Lee? Um, I think um, I'm going to be a bit more optimistic, Pete. I, think, uh, I do think City will score, um, but I think the game will be a bit more open. And I, you know, if you've got that quality, I can see Richarlison scoring, um, and I can see Moise Keane coming off the bench for Calvert-Lewin, and Calvert-Lewin's running him into the ground. And he'll score the winner in the ninety-fifth minute, and we'll go mad. <laughs> another, another, another accurate prediction again. Yeah. I'm gonna. You know me. I'm, I'm the, the biggest optimist when it comes to Everton, and I think we're going to win every single game of football. For this game, I only see it going one way, and that's a Man City win. I just can't see us getting anything in the game, and I'm going to say three-one Man City. Cheers, mate. Well, I've got to be realistic at this particular no, point no, in time. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're so good on the day. And as like you say, you can never see them play as bad as they played against Norwich for the rest of the season. For me, it was a, to- a total off day. They didn't look the, the usual selves. They've responded in style by by Hammond and Wofford, which was fantastic. By the way, the old Snake Boys getting bladdered eight 0 you, you, you can't you can't beat that. But I just think yeah, there's going to be too much quality on the day. I think we will get a goal defensively. A little bit, a little bit of laps at times with this. Obviously, the two centre halves. But I think, yeah, I think 3-1, I think Sergio Aguero will cause us problems. Oh, the the movements that, that he, he's got, De Bruyne, um, Sterling, 
Bernardo Silva, most probably one of the most underrated players in the right. Premier League. David Silva, I could go on all day, but I think three one. I think the Everton goal will be scored by Luca Dean. Um, but I just yeah, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I say I think we'll be Sheffield Wednesday. Fantastic. Get through to next round of the cup. We're going to struggle against City, but it's it's a it's a game which is technically a free hit. Told you, Moyes came last minute winner. And then Silver will be the best manager ever after that. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> everyone on Twitter yeah. will be absolutely giving virtual hugs and kisses, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. But well, if, if Lee's score prediction comes in, I'll make uh, all the brews for the rest of the, the remaining podcast this season. That's a that's a bold statement to make. That piece. I mean, we'll hold to that, I and mean, we'll replay this after Moisey scores the winner in the 95th minute against Man City. But lads, enjoy the good discussion. Add another. Uh, after a turbulent week for for Everton and the manager and the fans, but we'll be we'll be back next week reviewing the busy week that is Sheffield Wednesday in the in the Carabao slash Coca Cola slash Worthington Cup, and also the the game against Man City. And we're going to look ahead to our trip to Turf Moor when we're going to be playing Burnley. So we'll catch you then. <laughs>